There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it's 4 o'clock on this Friday afternoon. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we have a special guest with us, do we not, guys? We have Steph March from The Weekly Dish with us and Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine food editor. Hi, Steph. Hi, guys. How's it going? Really good. Okay. So I saw you have a lot of fun things, Halloween things that people should be doing this weekend at bars with food and drinking. And I just thought you should tell our audience all about them. (laughs) Well, it is the Halloween weekend, right? So we got to get ready all dressed up. So here's a fun thing that I think has only really happened in the last couple of years, which is restaurants dressing up for Halloween. Like, they, these restaurants, I think it's hysterical that they become other restaurants for Halloween. And I'm going to tell you that one of the best ones is, so there's a food truck called Animales Barbecue Truck, and they're on the Bauhaus Brew Labs, you know, patio. But they dress up every Halloween as what they call it McDonald's. After, which is uh, obviously an homage to the Golden Arches. Yes. John John is the owner, and so it's McDonald's, so that he doesn't get a too <laughs> big of a cease and desist letter. Um, but they are basically, their entire crew dresses up in really fun, um, you know, they have like, they have uniforms. Like, they have Golden Arches uniforms and everything else. And for one day only, they're putting out like quarter pounders, double quarter pounders. Uh, they bring in back the McRib, but with real ribs. Oh, this sounds you know what I'm yummy. Saying? Yeah. Yeah, they've got, it's like what it is, is it's like your favorite fast food kind of food, but then amped up with really great ingredients. So their burgers are outstanding, and I just, it's a really fun at time. I love that idea. I've heard yeah, more and more it? people like our HR department's dressing up, departments are dressing up. I mean, we haven't, yeah. you know, more and more people are getting into it. Yeah. There's another one actually in the Northeast. There's a little sandwich shop. They're known, they're called Marty's Deli and they're doing these great, they do great focaccia sandwiches. But for Saturday, they're dressing up as they're calling themselves Marbies. So they're basically doing an Arby's riff and they're going to have curly fries and beef and cheddar and be like a whole pretend Arby's for a day. That's, I think it's just so funny. It's right? cute and funny. I know. I know. And then if you want to go to like a spooky bar, if you're looking for somewhere, where there's just a lot of good decor and everything else and is a kind of a good spooky bar. Meteor Bar in uh, North Minneapolis has got this great, they're dressed up as the Black Lagoon, and they've got spooky decor, cool glassware, tons of, they're doing scary movies every single night on the TVs. It's just a really fun vibe there, too. Are you are you into Halloween this year, Steph? I am a little bit. I mean, there's a couple things happening that I'm not, I don't have, like, you know, the big party necessarily, but I'm going to a couple people's 
birthdays, funny enough. And so I'm going to be dressed up as I go, which is going to be like, which is great because you guys didn't watch The Bear. I, don't I watched the first season. Okay. So in the second season, Jamie Lee Curtis is this great, is the mom of like the chef that everyone talks about. And it's yes. this episode that everybody talks about. Her name is Donna Berzato. And I'm basically going to be her for Halloween because she's just a mess. And it's fantastic. <laughs> I think that sounds cute. <laughs> do you have like, yeah. do bars? All right. So do bars also have like specials? Like, oh, yeah. You oh, know, so many. Just, my gosh. So oh, many. Gosh, there's so every, you guys, let me just put it this way. If you want to find a Halloween party, just find a brewery. Yeah. Because most of the breweries are doing stuff. And I'll say that, like, for instance, Boom Island Brewing, um, they're out in Minnetonka. They're doing, they're starting uh, tonight with brews and broomsticks. And theirs is a whole witcher, witches, wizards, and muggles, a whole Harry Potter theme thing. They've got special beer flights going that are named after dragons, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if if you want to do something a little bit like, you know, kind of, um, I was joking around that if you want to dress up as like a zombie farmer, you want to get up to Forgotten Star Brewing up in Fridley because they are doing um, Boo, Scoot, and Boogie. And they've got great live music from Hitchville. And they've got a mechanical bull. And so they're doing kind of a you know, like a country-style Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And then if you wanted to think about Hallow Whiskey, that's happening at uh, right near you guys by O'Shaughnessy Distilling. And that is going to be a big party on Saturday. The Current is doing music, and they're doing all these cool people drinking stuff. And they have a costume contest, but they have a very special costume contest aimed for the Barbie and Ken couple. Oh, Lori, you're going to be everywhere. Lori, you and right? Casey should go there. I should, because Casey and I, I'm grunge Barbie. Oh my God! You should totally go to this. It is. I think it's gonna. Be, I think the kind of Barbies that are showing up this weekend are gonna be so much fun. Yeah, because Barbie can great. be anything, you guys. Mm-hmm. She can be anything. <laughs> I know. I know. I think that's what's perfect about it. Um, also, if you want to be out in Waconia, if you're out west, there's uh, a little vineyard out there, Shram Vineyards, really great family-owned fun spot. But they're doing Halloween for Ooh. the weekend, and they've got yeah, but, you know, they're doing like bonfire fires and tours. And they've got mystery wine tastings, which is fun. They've got a monster mule wine cocktails going on. And it is dark out there, which is fun. If you want to go do that. Um, and then there's one thing I thought was really, really kind of interesting was uh, that the, they're doing at Malcolm Yards, which is, of course, right near Stude over there. Malcolm Yards is having the Twin Cities Paranormal Society there to tell ghost stories. Ooh. And I know. And so that's kind of one of those things, like, you can go get your beer and your sushi or your burgers and whatever you want. You get to hang out and listen to ghost stories, like real live ghost stories, things that they have found around the Twin Cities. And then Christine Schrager, who is a friend of mine, actually, is a psychic, and she's going to tell about some of the things that she's learned around town, too. Oh, I like that. That's I, something completely different. Yeah. I have never... Yeah. Have you ever been to Malcolm Yards, Lori? Yes, I have. I haven't been eat. yet. It's right here. It's yeah. a block away from where yeah. we work. Yeah. I know it. And and I love that because that way you can get whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like you, because it's kind of like a food hall. Yeah. So like if you want to get a burger, but I want to get a piece of pizza and someone else wants sushi, you can do all of that. And then you bring all your things back to your table and then you can all just hang out. That's you know so what I mean? Perfect. I know. I think that's a perfect idea. I love it. And it's going to be nice and toasty. People are going to be dressing up. People want to be inside for yeah. tomorrow night. A lo- Yeah. And in fact, uh, Prize Brewing, which does, they have a great vampire family reunion. Um, normally they're outside, but they have this huge party all weekend long, live music from like the Bag Raiders and Beacon Bloom and all these. It's a free all ages event. It starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow and it's inside. Oh, yeah. So that's one of those good things. They've got great 
Halloween trick-or-treat, like, market. They've got magic tricks and stuff, but a lot of people were kind of wondering if it was going to be inside or outside. So it is going to be inside. That sounds good. All right, so I have a, I have a question for you. Um, yeah. Your favorite liquor to drink with um, real, you know, apple cider? Well, I mean, that's almost too easy because, like, seriously, a bourbon and apple cider combo and then here, I'm going to give you a little hit on this one. Okay. There's a ginger liqueur out there called Canton. Yes. And if I you add it. Bur- yeah, whiskey and ginger and the Canton into the apple cider, that stuff is, that is a, that is what I used to bring around when I would take Jake trick-or-treating in the gorilla suit. Because <laughs> I've had people, I believe you, because I had yeah. neighbors during this time do Southern Comfort in apple cider. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah you could do that too. Fireball and whiskey yep. and apple cider. Yep, I love that as well. Um, even just a little Grand Marnier and apple cider is really good. If you don't want to, you know, you want to just boost it up a little bit, that's kind of a nice it's, option. It's too. nice to have it hot, a hot toddy. I, I mean, yeah. it's going to be cold. Love a hot toddy. Yeah. I, uh, yes. I would, you definitely need something in your mug as you're walking around with like uh, those kids, you know? <laughs> just saying. Just, saying. just advocating for the. We know what kind life, of parents so. we were, Steph. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, my children are all successful. Everything's fine. <laughs> What's happening on the weekly dish tomorrow? Oh, gosh. Well, I just think that we are going to be talking about some Halloween trick-or-treat things, some things you can make the night of, some some good chili recipes, but also maybe some great soups, some pastas, and some fun things to keep you warm inside while maybe you're trekking outside. I think we are also going to talk some more about some cocktails you can possibly carry in your your mug with you. And then I think we're going to have some of the kids from the the Black and Blue Gala, which is a – you know, on to talk about that organization and their support of mental health in the restaurant industry too. Nice, so, lots of good stuff. I know we have a good stuff. we have a good show tomorrow. Well, you always Excellent. have a good show. Well, that is Stephanie March, who mm-hmm. we thank so much. Thanks, Steph. You can catch Thanks, Stephanie guys. on Saturdays from nine to eleven on the Weekly Dish, and also in Minneapolis Sample Magazine. Um, great tips. We're going to come back with random thoughts. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown licensed experts for over 30 years when it comes to anything for your home exterior needs. I'm talking siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. And the big thing I want to tell you about is that they take care of you from start to finish. They'll take care of all the headaches that come with the insurance companies, and they're not going to press you into a high-pressure sale. Their their sales team over there is truly the best at Hoffman Weber Construction. And, and Dawn says the same thing in her review. Aaron is by far one of the best sales professionals that I've worked with. And within the home construction sector, we had hail damage and a recent storm. And Aaron was very thorough in taking photos and educating us on the next steps. He served as a liaison for us with our homeowner's insurance and combed through every detail to ensure we missed nothing. He's friendly, accommodating, flexible, and easygoing. If you want that same experience that Don got from Hoffman Weber Construction, all you have to do is reach out to hwconstruction.com to set up your free home consultation and do it now. Let's get this done before winter so you don't have to worry about it when spring comes along. Again, go to Hoffman Weber Construction. That's hwconstruction.com. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That is all it is. Okay, so, you know, we have had this phase be around forever. You know, that person's blowing smoke up your ass. Uh, Well, (laughs) how it originated... Yeah, but it comes from the late 1700s when doctors would give tobacco enemas. 
What? To drowning victims. Oh. To resuscitate them. Whoa. Whoa. Some of them in the t- That the is nicotine, literally the blowing smoke and the nicotine. Your ass. Your ass. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, your wow. wet ass. I mean, that just, I thought that was very, okay. very random and weird. Um, if people love a pretzel crust to make pies, um, now you can get them pre-done. Because you know how Keebler has the graham cracker crust, mm-hmm. the Oreo crust, but now they're going to be coming out with um, a pretzel crust for people who like to do that for whatever, if maybe if you're making turtle pie or whatever, and that'll just make it easier for well, people. You know, I'm all about a pie shortcut. In fact, I was going to make the banana cake last weekend, oh, and remember the oven? Our oh, oven yeah. broke, and you know that is true. So That's do you know what it takes? You have to buy I will Banana make pudding. it on Sunday. But with everything, you need to have a whipping cream. I All can right. follow directions well, on a box. You harassed I me I and know. so much that I had to give you the damn box. You've had the box. Right, but I can read directions, and I will do it exactly as Dolly instructs me. We'll see. And I will bring it in on Monday. I guarantee it, people. And last week, I was just like, oh, I got a good excuse. The oven's broken. <laughs> I know, but literally, I've had it. You for made months. me give it to you because yes. yes, I'll take it. Because I thought it's, I would it's make more than it. Months. I didn't realize oh. what a baker I'm not. And like, if you're just joining us, <laughs> we're talking about the Dolly Parton Duncan Hines banana pudding cake. That's supposed to be phenomenal. So we'll we'll look forward to that on Monday. And I saw at Lunds they had a turtle. I do. Yeah, they had everything but the banana. Oh, they and had they have two the cornbread. Two other kinds of cakes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a brownie. Might be. Because I remember seeing them. But Dolly is everywhere. Oh, my mom is enjoying that behind the seams book. But she said she can only read it like a little bit at a time because it's like a, it might be a 600 page picture. It's heavy. Yeah. But it's a, not a big, a, big, huge book. It isn't book. a coffee table book. It's more like a big Bible. Okay. This is Dolly Parton's. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Pictures of everything she wore, costumes explaining everything mm-hmm. and everyone she worked with. All right. Well, good to know on that one. Um, if you're a McFlurry lover, mm-hmm. and those are at the Golden Arches, I just want you to know all of us McFlurry people, yeah. we are a cult. You're waiting. We're a cult. No. Mm-hmm. They have decided to eliminate something that none of us have understood for years. Uh-oh. Why, when they give us the silly McFlurry... Uh, they give us this spoon that is out of plastic, but it has a hole in it like it might be a straw. Mm-hmm. But you, this, it's a ridiculous... It's a strewn. But it, it doesn't work. It's huge. And you would never be able to suck up a straw. It's like having a blizzard. So Why do they give you a straw? it's a waste of plastic? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is. So they're going to streamline it and just give you a straw. A spoon. A, a spoon. spoon. Is that it's how you like, eat a McFlurry? I've never yes, had a McFlurry. It's like a blizzard, yeah. but from McDonald's. Yeah. 
Uh, my teeth hurt just thinking about oh, it. So I good. can't do ice cream. I oh. wake up and go to bed with ice cream every day. I, watched, <laughs> I last night had a jerry-rig making a caramel sauce because I was too lazy to make my chocolate sauce. Uh-huh. And I took brown sugar and butter and I'm spooning it around. Spooning wow, around. you are. I need my, I like You need some like kind that. of Willy Wonka kitchen, girl. I like it. Oh, that's delicious. But it, it yeah. It wasn't that. It, it was, it was good enough. Because <laughs> I didn't wait the whole time for it to be caramely and stuff. I yeah. just wanted it now. Instant gratification. Uh, it really was. Daddy, I wanted no. I did. I love my uh, stuff. Now, if you've been wondering, sitting back, oh my gosh, how many celebrities do you know who have had sex with ghosts? Okay. Well, let me tell you. Oh, hey. There's a few. First of all, we have not talked about Kristen Stewart and Jana Kramer that were on Watch What Happens what Live. What an odd night. pairing. And on Kristen what Stewart like- at this point in her life should be better in with media. She's, She's so it's bad. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. I didn't even care what she produced. I didn't even produced. think it was the real Kristen Stewart because, because she, I couldn't see her going on Watch What Happens Live. It's against brand, but she has this new... It sounds like a fun concept. A queer ghost hunter's documentary or movie or something. Is that something. what she was promoting? I think so, because they were the bartenders. Okay. They were queer ghost hunters. All right. And um, she was promoting that, but you didn't ever get that because she's so uncomfortable answering a question. No, I, I I know. I had to turn it off. I thought it was a Kristen Stewart from a reality show. I never dreamed it would be the actor, because this is so not her to go on like Andy and Cohen show where kind of anything goes. She executive produced and wrote this. So that's and why. so she's she should add one of the the bartenders because they were so outspoken and delightful. They should have been promoting yeah. it. It was just her, she makes me so uncomfortable yeah. when she's asked a question. Yeah. She's like when he said, Did Jody Foster give you any good advice about oh. the panic room? That's when I turned it off after that answer and she said just, yeah, she's, you're not going to want to do this forever. Yeah, you're probably going to end up being a director or something. And then she's like, that made me want to be, I guess, be an actor. So it was the best advice. So it was like, she can't even fake an answer. <laughs> I mean, if I was her media or publicist, it was really uncomfortable. Kristen Stewart, who's been in so many movies, who we love. I mean, our Twilight girl. Yeah, she's been acting since she's I been know. three. She she doesn't like that part of it. And that came through. And Jenna, Jenna Kramer or Jana Kramer? Jana Kramer. Jana Kramer, who is apparently a musician. Yeah, country. Who has had so many marriages and relationships, some really bad and some mm-hmm. good. But the theme is... She's okay. She was she she's okay. fits on... But she isn't a true Housewives fan. No, she isn't. And yeah. he asked some, like, all these Housewives questions. She didn't know one of them. And I'm like, it was, was a, a real waste let, of a night. It was a real letdown after the night before with Kyle Richards and uh, Carrie, Teddy, Teddy Mellencamp. And how about how Andy could not contain how much he dislikes Teddy? Oh. Rolling his eyes. I didn't see that. Because she kept trying to give zingy answers because she has a, her podcast once a week. And so she can really spend sure. time on crafting her answers and i'd like to spend time crafting ours he he totally was just rolling his eyes and going all right all right all right as she was trying to deliver zingers it was kind of i missed it i might have to go back yeah okay so i'm back to the people who've celebrities who've had sex with ghosts yes uh uh here is dan Aykroyd. he i i recall that he's told this story somebody crawled in a bed with me once and i thought I'm just going to roll over and snuggle up next to it. Maybe it was a guy. Maybe it was a girl. We don't know, but I'd be surprised if I was his type. Um, his doesn't even make sense. So I'm not going to read the rest of it because I should have read just that one ahead of time. give us a list of people. Kesha. 
I don't know his name. He was in my house and he just started like caressing me. It was sexy time, but it wasn't like sex. These people are having erotic dreams and mistaking the hand that's their own as the ghost is what most of them are doing. Some sort of spirit came down from God knows where and made love to me. It was sheer bliss. I felt everything. And then he floated away. That's because women hardly ever have wet dreams. I mean, you might get one or two in your whole damn life. Honestly, granted, we don't have the pleasure like that that men do. That's that's so true. Coco Austin was awake. I was watching TV, Mrs. Ice T. I was watching TV. I was sitting on the couch and I was wearing a nightie, and I felt my dress move up my leg. I looked down and got freaked out. I pushed it down, watched TV, and I felt it again. I could see things Uh up. Then I felt a guy breathing in my ear. I would have ran. Oh, my God. Now, that's a scary Why didn't we ask Echo Bodine about this? Oh, good call. I don't know. If she had sex with ghosts because it would be inappropriate. No, if she's, you know, heard of it, maybe counseled a ghost who wouldn't stop having sex with the missus or mister. Wow. Like she had to do a, you know, a ghost, you know, release you from your, get out of this house and quit having sex with the missus. Tired. I don't know what you're saying right now, but I'm gonna move on past whatever that was. Well, you're the one who introduced I know, it. But I know, but there thank are a you lot for expanding. There are a lot of TikToks out there that I've seen lately. I got back on TikTok terribly, yeah. and they are videos of like people's cameras that they have, and then all of a sudden their body moves like they're having sex, and it's there. It's there. Okay, but you know that can be fake. A hundred percent. Oh, I know. Come on, I know that. But still, yeah. it's funny that they're putting these videos out there now, and then I'm hearing that it's people their, are. I, it's a thing. It's a Halloween time. It is. Yeah. I have to give a shout out to Fulton Brewery and nice. Fulton's Beer. Um, they have this new thing that just came out. Um, it's a twelve pack of beer with all these new brands, and one of them is the number one IPA. These guys do IPA, like IPA. Mm-hmm. I talked to our IPA specialist here, and she loves oh, them. Oh, you did! So the new flavors, it, they've got a twelve pack, and it's called Hop Kingdom, and it has four different flavors, two of each that you can get. Mm-hmm. And if you love IPA beer, this is supposed to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get that, and then like um, shout out to Save Our Streets, Save Summit Avenue. Mm-hmm. They, they're the Met Council approved that bike trail, but there are conditions now. The city, uh, the Court of Appeals, orders the city to produce more evidence on his claim that there's no environmental impact. Because they, the city is lying about that. The city is lying, and the people are getting back at them. So go, people! Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, and um, I remember talking to Dr. Jarvis about this when I went in for consultation on a facelift, and I said. I said, you know, Dr. Jarvis, do are people out loud, do people share with people that they've had facelifts? And he said, yeah, kind of in the Midwest. It's really people are not not real forthcoming about it. I, I don't know what that's all about. And I, I, and I remember just thinking at the time, if I do do this, and right. I felt like I wanted to because I hated my neck and I could see my dad's jawline, um, I thought I'm going to be out loud and honest about it. I'm so glad I did. And because we weren't the first time when we yes. had our brow first little lift. tweak of plastic surgery with the brow lift. But I just love it, Lori, because um, we've always wanted people to talk about it. And you yes. look fantastic and you look great. And your experience was amazing with Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. Really they yeah. offer free consultations. They have three phenomenal doctors, Dr. Singh, Dr. Tholen, Dr. Jarvis. Call them today and set up your free consultation. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! 
is the meaning of this. All right, let's get to it. Uh, would you say that uh, you enjoyed Real Housewives of New York, um, Uba? Loved Hassan. her. Yeah, loved her. Loved her. Loved her. A couple times, but whatever. Yeah, well, here she wrote on Instagram uh, today about the reunion, because part one aired this past Sunday night, and she wrote this. Um, I didn't go to the reunion for anyone. I was there to seek clarity from a bunch of passive-aggressive hags. <laughs> she did not. She, she did. wrote that on Instagram she, today. Are you kidding she me? She wrote it on Instagram, and um, she because she was just... She was she, outraged that people would talk about this guy she was dating and where he's from, and that she, well, because people were thinking that she was keeping a secret he was married. She didn't like oh, that they jumped to that conclusion. Who would even think that? Everybody, Julia. That's the first thing that everybody yeah, I thinks. I of. totally didn't think that. I thought she doesn't want this to be on national television. It's yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was more the fact that size blabbed about it when she was expressly asked you know this is confidential so she's saying all the other ladies are hags Cy and Aaron are the passive aggressive hags in this post is who that means funny and then Tamara Judge who's she Tamara Judge Rural Housewives of Orange County does a show with Teddy Mellencamp the two T's or something like this uh there's a screenshot of, and it must be from Uba, where Tamara is basically begging Uba to come on Tamara, come on the podcast. And Uba, we love you, you know, and they always weigh in on everything housewife. That's the content, the sure, air sure. of their sure, show. Sure, sure. So she reaches out to Uba asking different things. And, um, she, and Uba just says, you know, I got, Tired of discussing things like cheese with these ladies and blah, blah, blah. And I just felt that there were so many things that weren't shown on camera. <laughs> and, and, and Tamara says, well, it got very confusing to the viewers. And Uber writes back, well, you know very well why they did that. Editing to mm-hmm. add drama, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then Tamara said, would love to have you on the podcast to hear more. Agree, no more cheese talk. Here's what Uber writes back. No, thank you. The majority of people here resort to passive aggression and can't confront the truth. I won't waste my time on a group of biased viewers accustomed to artificial interactions. Damn! Uba is delivering the direct words, and that is a lot of what Tamara and Teddy do with their show, is they... they, Turn the pot? They always want to be adding, like, they know all the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. And in the meantime, Teddy was one of the worst housewives ever on Beverly Hills, got fired. And Tamara has skated the ragged edge. And even this year, after coming back from three years of being off, right back to being an awful drunken person on camera and then doing a lot of gaslighting. Okay. So I like that Uba is very clear. She is. She's probably... The most straight up with everybody. She is. Mm-hmm. Team Uba. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Usher's dinner party rule. Don't come empty-handed, but don't bring the any potato salad. So, you know, he's having a huge success with his Vegas residency. Yes, he is. It's a yes. huge... His show is incredible. A-listers keep showing up, you know. So he did an interview with the Las Vegas uh, Review Journal. Mm-hmm. And they asked him what his dinner party rule is because he's living mm-hmm. there. Don't come empty-handed. If you come to my dinner party, bring something. Napkins, 
bottle of Remy. Not everybody likes your potato salad, so don't bring that. I love it. I love it. I do think that is true. When you go to someone's house, you do bring a little something. A little, and course. you know that Usher is going to probably put out a. You a wouldn't bring him of course. a bottle of something. Yeah. Yeah. All anyway, right. he also talked about drinking. The number one rule out for a night out drinking before it's a sip, afterwards it's a gulp. What does that mean? Grant. I, I Before it's a sip, after the after party, it's a gulp. Maybe you oh. party harder as the night goes on. Maybe oh. I would think that's what I'm thinking. I, you take it down I a little harder. I don't understand. I and, thought he was going to say lay a base. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's what I was there thinking. You go. Actually, good call. That's probably a better yeah. interpretation. Yeah. Now here's his rule. You're going to like this for his his suits on stage. I got to have a gusset in the pants. I love that. Because I need to move. I love it. Uh huh. And a gusset is in the crotch. Yeah. Gives you a little the panel. Mm-hmm. Julia and I, when we got our first spanks with gussets, we're like, oh, this is going to make going to the bathroom in our so long gown so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What's another one? Uh, oh, the, the actor signed a letter saying they'd rather continue the strike than sign any kind of a bad deal, and they are committed to continuing. Okay, so they the, what happened is there must have been a meeting <coughs> yesterday, and the deal that the studios came back with wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, nope, we need we need to hold this out. We keep going. Okay. We will we'll continue striking before we sign yep. a bad deal. Okay. And here's the deal, Julia. If the strike isn't, I mean, I'm really, I guess Roger Freeman was at the Project ALS charity dinner in New York, and he talked to quite a few actors, and the words the actors were all using was that there's cautious optimism with the leaders and what's kind of trickling down out of gossip about this whole thing. So cautious optimism, I think, is a good sign, because if they don't have this wrapped up by the 1st of December, I don't even know if award season will happen. No, I know. You know, the very first, uh, like the Emmy Awards are scheduled for January 15th. Mm -hmm. So anyway, and like that movie, Austin Butler's in The Bike Rider, they're having high hopes for this movie. They want it to be released before, so it can be in uh, Oscar contention and other awards. But that movie is such a small niche movie. They need all the actors in it to be out on the couches talking about it where it'll go nowhere. Yes. You know, I get it. I totally get it. Yes. And my mom was very upset about it. She said, I don't like all these Priscilla reviews. And I said, I told you they're not good. But remember how many men are movie reviewers because Entertainment Weekly, the woman from there loved it. The woman who reviews for People magazine liked it. It's kind of interesting because this movie, Priscilla, blows up Elvis. It shows how he groomed and isolated and put her in a box. Not mm-hmm. unlike what many other men have done, mm-hmm. but because it's Elvis, no one's ever supposed to say anything bad about him. But this movie is from Priscilla's perspective. And I think that female gaze, some male critics, they can't handle it. There you go. They can't handle I... it. That's what I think. Oh, God. You know, because it really... Also, he was a man... He was born in the late 30s. You know what I mean? Very old school. How old old was he when he met her? He was 24 and she was 14. You can't make that pretty, people. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's Lori's (laughs) quote. Um, We are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.